0: Greetings. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 32 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast journey and experience that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. And for those of you new to the podcast, I want to be clear about its uh, intentions. The vision for this podcast is to have people see themselves and the world through the lens of legacy designing and building. The mission? To introduce people into the world of design and have them emerge as storytellers. The purpose? There's a perpetual need for leadership, and that calls us to edify others through enduring relationships. This episode I'm going to entitle is the Back to School episode. And this was inspired by the events that are currently going on at Work. Uh, The date of this recording is August 12th, 2023. And at work, many people are preparing their children to go back to school or or already have started school, depending on whether it's year round or traditional. And for many of them, it's elementary school, maybe even junior high, some even senior high. But the one that really catches my attention are the parents who are preparing uh, to help their children go off to college. And this situation, or that separation of adult child and parents, it's not limited to college, although that's a very common scenario. Others will include a child joining the military and being shipped off, or a child who is getting married and will be moving out of the house. Nonetheless, is that there is some uh, commonality in terms of that, where as a parent, you have been taking care of your child for obviously about close to two decades now. And maybe in your mind, you've been preparing for this moment, but in your heart, it's a, it comes to a very difficult time now for that separation. It can be one of those times where there's uncertainty and it just seems that it you know came upon you out of the blue. And that's a very common feeling. It's a crossroads for both the children and for the parents. For the parents, parents often talk about their legacy is that they want to leave something behind for the children, and now that they're the ones that are basically being left behind in a sense. So what happens in terms of that dynamic? And if you're listening to this from a child's perspective, you remember what you thought about uh, when you were leaving home and what you perhaps want your parents to say uh, in terms of you know giving you words of wisdom as you embarked on that journey uh, into the into the big world, and even if you don't have children now, but you plan on getting married and having children, this is something to think about. And I forgot at the very beginning to mention that if you're listening to this, and I thank you for that, is that if you have children, uh, perhaps they are junior high, perhaps they're maybe sixteen or so. I really would invite you, or I would want you to invite your children to listen to this with you, because this is a crossroads of two legacies, yours and your child, and that it's important to have this conversation because time goes by so quickly. And as you're preparing your child to leave home, whether it's you know, doing all the financial aid, the dorms, finding a place to uh, live. Uh, registering for classes, whatnot, or even moving out of state. Or for the military, as you're preparing your child for them to perhaps even see combat. And for getting married, all the things that go on, the busyness of planning a wedding. There's going to come a time when all those things will come to an end, and you have to take the next step. And I think it takes a great deal of time to really prepare for that, because the moment will come upon you. And this is an opportune time now to sit down with your children as a family to think about what you would like to say to each other at these at this junctions of your life, these crossroads where your child now is off on a different trajectory than when they were under, under your roof. And as a parent, is maybe perhaps now you'll be an empty nester, which is a, going to be a, a much different trajectory than when you had children at home. And when I talked about, you know, there's a purpose of this, about leadership and edifying others through enduring relationships. Obviously, the parent-child relationship is very strong. And this is a time when you need each other and to lift each other up because you're going through some very difficult and challenging times. And what you can do for each other and what you can learn from experience will pay dividends down the road in terms of uh, building a stronger relationship When the child becomes an adult, and they'll become more of an equal, and in terms of, I'll also talk about this application maybe a little bit later. But what this means in terms of any time there's a situation in which there is a relationship now that's going to come to an end, or at least will be altered greatly. Perhaps it's going to be a situation at work where you've been a mentor to someone, and now someone's leaving. And what words do you wish to leave with them? You know, that's going to be part of your legacy. A big part of your legacy is how do you say goodbye to people? And of the themes that are very important in design, and I again, refer to Dieter Rams, the very influential uh, German industrial designer. Two of the p- 10 principles he talks about that are essential to design are that it's honest and it's long-lasting. Do you, are you planning to be honest with each other in terms of uh, what needs to be said? And I I say that in a good way, not in terms of a confrontational, but just feelings that you have and long lasting because you want this to be something that is, that you could take uh, from each other and to carry you to that next stage of your life. And I'll go through some personal examples. The first example is our eldest and when he was leaving to uh texas for his grad school uh he had a ch- i think he had options in uh portland and also at uh the bay area i think stanford we were obviously selfishly i was hoping that he would stay very close to home here in sacramento but i knew that was this is not my life this was his life and that he needed to go where he felt uh he where he felt this is the step that was necessary for him in terms of uh, his studies, but also growing. So he went to Texas. It was difficult, uh, the child going so far away. And I mentioned this in a previous uh, episode where I presented to him a journal that I had kept uh, ever since he was a baby because he was the firstborn. And I would write moments such as, anticipating his birth at the hospital and what it was like, what it was like to celebrate my first birthday as a father, what was it like when he took his first steps, when he first day of school and all those milestones, and what he meant to me. And it was perhaps a man's way of sharing feelings but without direct, directly uh, talking with him. And I gave him the bound journal for him to read on a plane, on a uh, flight to to, uh, to Texas and I think it was during Christmas when he came home that he gave it back to me and I wasn't quite sure what that meant but I opened it and he had written his feelings of what he thought about my feelings and it's something I treasure to this day and it is something that I think it's honest our feelings for each uh, about each other and it's long lasting it's something that, Uh, I I obviously cherish, and I started a journal now for my grandson uh, for this. Hopefully this will be a family tradition of keeping journals for each other uh, when they're very young. And then when when the young individual grows in terms of the next generation into adulthood, that they have a family recording and to reflect upon that and to give back to the previous generation's uh, and again, this is about relationships, which are the cornerstones cornerstones for legacy building. My middle child's first job after graduating from college was all the way in Miami. And again, we live in Sacramento, clear across the country. And I was absolutely floored. I didn't expect it. Uh, and actually, I think this came before his brother's uh, uh, journey into Texas. And I was it was just the feelings that you're thinking about. Your first child is going away, and they're going away clear across the country. And it's a different feeling than when they leave for college, because with college, there's going to be a certain uh, cadence of rhythm of the school year in which you're going to have holiday breaks. You can know they're going to come back and so forth. Uh, and they may well come back after their graduation. But for this, this was his first job. He was going to embark, and he was going to see the world on his terms. And we didn't know if he was ever going to come back. I guess that was maybe the, you know, a remote possibility. But nonetheless, is that it uh, didn't have the built-in certainty of a academic schedule. But in time, he did move back and forth. But he's, it was one of those things where we did obviously see him. But it was one of the things where I did not—I was not prepared for the moment. So parents, especially listening, listening to your children, it's never too early to start preparing for that moment when your child may surprise you, surprise the dickens out of you. If your child are in their mid-teens uh, right now, start thinking about that moment and anticipate what you will say to your child when your child says, I'm going to go clear across the country. I'm going halfway around the world. And that's going to be, again, part of your legacy is how you're going to react to it. The third example is my youngest son. And he's the one who got married. And it was different uh, because now at least he was going to be with someone uh, in terms of his journeys. He had been going to community college for two years, met uh, his future wife there got engaged, so we had a bit of preparation, but it was we were really busy in terms of planning for the wedding. And we it was a wedding that was right in June, and he was gonna move down to Northridge for college in I think August or July. And he had to get ready to find an apartment, all those things. And just get used to being married. We were so busy with the wedding that when he left, it was just one of those things where it just seemed like another part of it and it didn't uh, we couldn't, at least I couldn't quite grasp uh, the significance of it because, again, we're so kind of almost hangover from the mer- uh from getting ready for the wedding. But one of the moments that really crystallized everything for me about your children moving on was the day of his wedding. Everyone else had gone ahead in terms of to the church for the preparation, uh, the flowers, and all those things, and the bridesmaids and the bride getting their hair done and whatnot. And my wife and I were, uh, we were scheduled to take our youngest to the church, you know, groom. The three of us were getting ready and about to head out the door. And as I reached for the door handle, something I had done thousands of times with my wife and my youngest son, as I reached for a door handle, it hit me. It hit me like a tidal wave. This was going to be the last time that we were going to leave the house. That's who we were. My, my son was now going to be a husband. And my wife and I were now going to have a daughter-in-law, or a daughter, as part of the family. And our youngest, our little boy, was no longer a little boy. He was going to be a man. He's going to have responsibilities for his wife and for his family. And it just froze me in that moment, uh, and I was just overcome with emotion. I slowly you know, did turn the door as we walked out, and that thought just stayed with me until we, we got to the church. And I, the examples I also talk about uh, was about the military, and this is a very, obviously very special. And thank you for uh, all the people who have served in the military. Uh, the example that I, I use is going to be from my neighbor. Uh, my neighbor is a fantastic friend, uh, a, a great neighbor, and he had served in the Marines for 20 plus years. His youngest son joined the Marines and was deployed to Afghanistan, and he did see battle. And I remember the he was always easygoing, nothing fazed him, and same thing with his wife. And at the... Party or gathering, family gathering, uh, as they wished their son well as he was being deployed. And he had their families there, and they were kind enough to consider us as family. We were there, and he had a look on his face where I think he was fighting back tears. And he was just apprehensive, as you can imagine, sending your son overseas into a uh, active uh, combat zone. And same thing with his wife was that every day after uh, they were, they would tell us updates about how he was doing, but they always had that look in their eyes as if they were looking into the distance into Afghanistan. And that look did not go away until their son, thank the good Lord returned safely home. I talk about this because I see Uh, families younger than ours as they're going through the stages as they have milestones the first day of school at kindergarten uh, perhaps the first day to a new school and all these are milestones and you're i understand how busy i remember how busy you are you know just getting your schedule juggling your work schedule juggling all the things at home so in order for your child to be at school And that's going to continue for some time until you get to a moment where your child is a senior in high school. And that's going to go by even faster because your child's going to be busy applying for school. Maybe the summer before or the previous summer uh, before that, you went to visit, uh, made tours of schools. And again, it's these details and sort of this agenda, itinerary that you're running through. And you can get to the moment where there's going to be the end of the itinerary, the end of the agenda what will you say to your child what will you write to your child what will you impart to your child to let them know that even though they are now an adult even though they're now going to be living their lives as an adult they will always be your child because of that relationship it's going to change it's going to grow and it's going to get better but this is going to be a very difficult time for all involved and this is where legacies are being written you know you think about legacies Again, if you're thinking about your legacies at the end of your life, no. Your legacy is happening right now. Your legacy is happening as you are uh, getting your child's backpack ready for school or making sure they have the right gym clothes or whatnot. That's happening right now. And your children see this and they remember this. Going back to my youngest child, as we talked about how busy the wedding was and everything. And they, you know, it, as emotional, as it is at least with college and so forth. Again, there's that cadence where they'll come back for Christmas vacation, they'll come back for summer vacation, and it kind of eases into that that transition of the fact that they will be gone. But for my youngest child, uh, again, it was so busy with the wedding that really didn't have a chance to talk to him much about, you know, moving down, uh, leading, uh, beginning his life as a husband and you know, eventually a father. And I just texted him, I think, one time. I can't remember the exact time, but maybe it was one of the visits, uh, maybe for spring break or whatnot. And I just texted him because, they, again, they had to go back home. And they were busy v- visiting relatives and just, you know, being young and in love. And, you know, the early stages of marriage was fantastic. Didn't really have much time to be with him. And I wanted to... Say something to him. I wanted to connect to him, make sure that we were still connected. And I just texted to him. I said, "I said to him, Jonathan, I'm sorry that we didn't have a chance to sit down and talk because there are so many things I want to say to you. There's so many things I want to share with you. So many things now that we're conversations that we have a different level and." I just, you know, it just was never time for that. And I'm I'm sorry that I didn't make time. And he texted back. He said, Dad's okay. Because I've seen what you and Mom do uh, for all of us, uh, referring to him and his brothers. And you don't really have to say anything. You know, what you and Mom, your actions, you know, spoke for you. And that was really touching. That was touching because uh, it gave my efforts in terms of legacy building a degree of validation that what I was trying to do, the message I was trying to impart, get across. Uh, my son was able to, to receive and to, to understand at least my efforts and intent. So now if there's the two or three or four of you that are listening to this, Think about this. what will you say to each other when when you leave, when you separate? And again, this is not anything permanent. This is not uh, any type of uh, hopefully bad blood or anything like that. Hopefully this is a joyous occasion. There'll be tears of joy and tears of uh, just you know happiness for each other, but also tears of sadness because change is tough. Telling a story, is takes a lot of effort, especially when you go on to a different chapter. It takes a great deal of energy and to switch that momentum. But this is a pivotal point in your relationship. And it is going to be uh, very influential or it's going to leave its impression on your legacy. Going back is be honest with each other and think for the long term that this is not goodbye. This is... We're going to be entering phases of lives, different phases of lives, and we're going to probably need each other more than ever. However, the way we contact, the frequency that we contact each other, that's going to change. Uh, But that's okay, too, because this is what life is. It's a series of decisions. It's a series of change. It's the new chapters in your life. And that's a good thing when we go through change, because... Again, you know, being entirely comfortable, being set in your ways, that's not helpful for your legacy. I hope this has been something that has been, uh, I hope this has been helpful for you, for your family, and the importance, again, of tending to relationships, the importance of telling stories, telling the story that you want to tell, and telling them with Honesty and telling them with an eye towards the future. For parents, think about this generation and then think about what your legacy will be in terms of its message for your children, and what's the message that you would like to see your you like would like your children to pass on to your grandchildren. And children, where well, this is an opportunity now to see your parents in a different light. I've been there, and I understand that, you know, you see a parents as, uh, let's see, what's it? They obviously they provide so much, in terms of what's it, the clothes in your back, the food in your stomach, the roof over your head, but obviously so much more. And now to be sensitive, that they're they're entering something that's entirely new. Uh, obviously, if you're the first child to go through this, but even your subsequent you know, first parents, the subsequent. Children that leave aren't necessarily easier, especially when the last one leaves. Uh, then you become an empty nester. Your parents are going something, going through something, in which uh, I'm not sure they ever prepared for. They may have talked to people in terms of this, but again, it's one of those events that you will can't really fully prepare for until it happens and you go through it yourselves. Here's the opportunity, young adults, uh, children who are leaving. Here's the opportunity in terms of your legacy. Did you, I know it's it's been very busy, and I know this is a, a time which you need to focus on yourself, but part of your maturation process, part of your legacy building is that you do design things, you look ahead, and again, you want to edify others through enduring relationships. The time to hit the pause button, take a deep breath, look at your parents' Uh, Yes, as your parents, but as adults, perhaps in their 40s or 50s, who are now going through a challenging time, perhaps even a difficult time, and what will they remember about your words? What will they remember about your actions during this time? And again, it's not so critical that it's going to sabotage anything if it doesn't go quite right. But this is a, a tremendous opportunity for your growth and development as a young adult, and that's what you are as a young adult, that you, even in the midst of how busy you are and how demanding you are and the, uh, the urgency of what's going on, that you will always be cognizant of what's going around you. You will be aware of other people's feelings, and you will make time for them because they are that important. So that's the thing uh talk about for this episode is legacies and this is one of those moments in which you have again an intersection of legacies. you have a point in which it's uh people are going to go through different things and there's just a lot of upheaval, but through planning through your you know what steps have you built leading up to this? Uh, If there's not been communication, if there's not been honesty, you, you can't turn on a switch. And that's why I talk about legacy is not something in the far future. It's the here and now. For your, for parents, for you, as you have your uh, children going in elementary school, is the here and now. Spend time with them. Uh, help them grow. And be prepared as much as you can for this moment. And even when the moment comes, uh, you you won't be fully prepared. And that's okay. So this is my back to school episode. I hope that it um, helps you just give you thought. Thought about going back next time for every, you know, as so you prepare the back to school. So even if you have young children now, it, you know how quickly time will, will pass And it'll be that last back to school in which now the child is going to school, not the schools that's, you know, around the neighborhood, but maybe a school that's halfway across the country or, you know, halfway around the world and want everyone to really think about their legacies. And when you think about your legacies, it is about you, but it's how you interact with others and how you build relationships with others. And I think this has applications when you are going through any situation in life uh, in which you're part of something, uh, part of an organization, part of other families, in which there's going to be change. There's going to be change at work, change at your church, change at your civic club, whatnot. And you're going to, hopefully, those will be pursuits in which you build strong relationships. And what will you say to that individual when they're about to leave uh, for other opportunities or other situations? So those are my two cents in terms of legacy building within the context of uh, your children leaving for home. If you're interested in exploring, you know, how to build your legacy through design, I invite you to visit my website. That's, uh, TrueNorthShepherding.com and sign up for a complimentary session on how we can work together. Uh, And really would appreciate your input, your feedback to help me continue to work to try to make this podcast more meaningful for you. My email address is RFong at TrueNorthShepherding.com and as one of the principles for good design is Be honest. If I stink, if it's been a waste of your time, then I apologize. But help me make it uh, better. My next episode, I will interview Leslie Tamura. She was one of the people I recorded for the Voices and Vignette uh, segment of the show. Um, two or three shows back, I think. And she is a journalist turned physician. And she'll discuss how uh, how storytelling has been part of both her journalistic life and also as her physician life. Until then, please take the time to nurture and tend to your legacy, because when, we, when you do, we all benefit.